Welcome to another episode of The Power of the Pause with Colleen Falto, Energetic Weight Loss Coach. Today, I am joined by my friend Heather Hargrove, who has an amazing story overcoming PTSD, turning it all into a superpower and starting her own business and really just mastering the mindset. I am giving credit to the turning PTSD into a superpower to my friend Lori Latimer, uh, Heather was on Lori's Grief with Grace podcast too, which is another great one if you want to check that out. But I'm going to introduce Heather. And Heather, uh, please go ahead and introduce yourself to us. Hi, everyone. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here and to share this with you. Um, once again, it was amazing to connect with you and you to be like, hey, I heard Lori's podcast. Can we talk more on this? And like, yes, I would love to. Um and then, yeah, I am a um, veteran um, co-parenting mom of two teens that has turned my PTSD into my um, superpower in creating just systems and automations in the online space. So that way, on the days I just can't, I just don't. <laughs> and that's really it. And I love that. I have a past episode with Neetu. Um a woman that is a hormonal weight loss coach about really going into like the masculine versus the feminine energy. And that's something that I really connected to from the start with you, how, you know, you built a life around your trauma that didn't trigger your trauma, right? Like on days that you're just feeling not like you're able to go hundred percent, you dial it back, but you get it done when you are, you know, really you balance your masculine and your feminine energy very well. Right. <laughs> oh, definitely. And it took a while, um, to get that way. And it was just so weird. Cause I didn't even notice the change. Cause yeah. when you're in it, you're like, wait a minute, I don't do that anymore. Um, I, I don't make myself feel guilty and yeah. Um, just over time, piece by piece, I just started to notice when I wasn't feeling, you know, up to something, when I didn't want to do something and would almost have a conversation with myself in that moment because I would start to feel a little bit, you know, like the anxiety would kick in, like I need to do something. And then I would literally look at like, sit with myself for a moment and be like, no, I don't. Yeah. Like I have, it, I have nothing I have to do right now at this exact time when I'm feeling more energized later, then I can do it. Exactly. And that's something that is a huge part of my work with my clients, right? Is like, we use it as a trauma response to stay busy. You know what I mean? Like all these dopamine hits, obviously I do weight loss coaching with energetic mm -hmm. weight loss, but you know, we use alcohol, we use social media, we use our phones, we use Facebook, we, you know, work a lot of times working out food is all a dopamine hit for us to not rot to us not feel our feelings. And I've said on many past episodes that like 20 minute wave of uncomfortableness, if you're able to build the emotional resiliency to, you know, lean into that rather than just avoid it, you're able to heal on a level that you didn't know it was possible. A hundred percent. And I love that, especially when it comes to what you do as well. Cause we have like, even, even when it comes to even just weight loss, I have trauma um, growing up in the eighties and the early nineties. Um, and to have that conversation and the different things, but, um, even with like PTSD and everything, like 
eating sugar, eating the fried foods, right? Like all those things um, that you, that helps you really cope at the time and all of that. But I've noticed, and before, I'm not much of a journal person. I can't read my own handwriting. Um, So for me to like write stuff out, it doesn't really do anything. There's not a lot of reflection that I get in that action. Um, And one way that I've really been able to counteract that into almost like, you know, in-person journals, like the conversations with my kids and actually opening up a dialogue into the reasoning why I'm doing something the way that I'm doing it, having the conversation behind the layout of my day that day, um, or why I don't like to do things last minute. And it's like, they know not to come up to me and be like, Hey, can we go just did it? I'm like, no, let me look at my calendar and, and yeah. see like, what's the purpose of this thing that we want to go do. Um, if we're going to Best Buy, I look at my son, do they even have the item available that you want in stock? Can we check this out? And just <laughs> having those conversations with them, it's almost like a, an in-person, like just like writing it out. Um, that's, that's really the way that I'm like communicating my feelings. And it's, a reflection of like my thought process back to myself. And that was a big thing too, is like talking it out loud. And that's a trauma response. I think a lot of us ignore is like looking into our need to just be busy. Oh, you want to go to Best Buy? Awesome. Should we go to Target too? Should we go to the grocery store? We don't even need food. Like I went grocery shopping yesterday. We forgot one thing. Let's go. You know what I mean? And let's mm-hmm. just stay busy, busy, busy. So we don't have to deal with the feelings that are coming up and are uncomfortable. And, you know, I talk a lot about suppression and integrating and releasing suppression so we can lose the weight, right? Mm-hmm. Like the our issue with food has nothing to do with food. It has exactly. to do with the feelings we're trying to numb through food. And that's hard for a lot of people to accept that, you know, like ice cream's yummy. Yeah, sure, ice cream's really yummy. I'm not gonna deny that. But you're not eating it in excess because it's so yummy. You're eating it in excess because you're trying to avoid feelings. And if you, you know, target and you really focus on your issue with food and you're able to dial it back and you're able to, you know, not binge, restrict all that stuff, but you're treating that behavior we're using food with, with, like I said, shopping, with staying busy, with going on social media, you're going to go right back to the food because you didn't heal at the root, right? Oh, a hundred percent. And you're a masterclass that you did on binge eating was amazing and was super helpful to me because there were certain aspects where I've, I've found that I've gained control, not control, but like I've given myself leeway, forgiveness and communication and the ability to like not do things. And then when it came to like my food stuff, there was still not like that conversation. Um, And I didn't even, I didn't even connect the dots a majority, like until you actually opened it up on that masterclass. And I was like, wow, like that's definitely a part of it. And it's almost like a rollover effect. And it's kind of like, okay, now that this is good and calm, there's still certain things that I feel like I need to be constantly doing to avoid it, right? To not feel it, to not sit in it, to not have the conversation. And after that masterclass, it really just opened me up to being like, when I actually like look at things, because I like to 
plan even my I plan my like relaxation so I'm like I don't want to do that like I even set that in and then the days I'm not feeling good I'm just like okay whatever I'm just not going to do anything um but like with knowing what like what items do we want to eat this week how does that look like what is my kitchen what is the shopping like that was a big change in like helping me realize that I I just knowing it and having it planned out and written out for me I was like oh I was like, now I'm not like freaking out anymore. I'm not grabbing things. I'm not stressing and just kind of like being like, what am I working on today? That's what I'm having. And it was amazing. Um, But yeah, I didn't even realize it was rollover until your masterclass, which was amazing. Thank you so much. Um, I'm interested though, to to do a little deeper dive on your planning, your relaxation. Cause for me personally, um, one of the things that I do is, I plan my relaxation, but I have a bunch of different emotional resiliency tools that I go to, right? Like I just posted something on my Facebook wall two years ago. I was getting like lash extensions, I was getting facials, my nails done. And I thought that was self-care. I thought that was relaxation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's really not. It's just doing stuff out of a place of insecurity to try and make yourself feel better about yourself, right? And yep. so for me now and my clients relaxation, emotional resiliency tools, like recharging our batteries, right? It looks like journaling, mentally, actual journaling, pen to paper. It looks like going for a walk, you know, somatic practices, movement, breath work, music. And for me personally, and a lot of my clients, we have like a little toolbox, right? Like we joke around about like the toolbox that we have all these tools in. And I have to take it like day by day, what I'm feeling in that moment. Sometimes it's, you know, meditation. Sometimes it's affirmation. Sometimes it's going for a walk. What does that look like for you when you're planning your relaxation into your day? Yeah. So my, um, my calendar generally is my boss. (laughs) Um, and I actually throughout the week and I plan it in advance. So it's a consistent flow So that way, because I know when my energy is up, down generally, right, of when I like to do things. Um, So majority of it is like, okay, in the morning up until a certain time, like I know that I want to, like you're saying, like go for a walk, right? Spend time with the kids, even like spending my time with the kids, having conversations with them in the morning instead of doing other things. I'm not cleaning. I'm not doing stuff. I'm spending time with them. And then I get to take them to school, right? That's enjoyable to me. And then I'll go for like a walk, which is I'm a big dork when I walk. Like I'm the weirdo that like has the huge smile on her face, jamming to her music, stopping and taking pictures of the ducks around the lake. Like I'm just like in the moment and really just enjoying it. Um, and then stuff like at nighttime for me, when it comes to relaxation is I, I'm not going to lie. I like to just, you know, binge some TV and I want to be a potato. Um, other times it's kind of like, I have a good book. I actually just went on vacation and read like two books in one week and not like business or anything book. Like, I mean, like, you know, fiction, just really diving into a creative story. Um, so books are a big one for me. And then other than that, at nighttime, I dance, we music, dance around with the kids and stuff along that line. But a lot of it is just open time. It's almost like this is me time yeah. and it's scheduled as far as that. And it's just like, what do I feel like in that moment for that me time? And then the crazy part is I like cleaning. 
So yes, cleaning for Love me it. is relaxing because it's something that I just like to do and I enjoy my, cleaning my space. And then when that space is cleaned or, you know, organized, I'm like, I just sit down with it with freshness, right? Um, but so I just block it off on my calendar and it's there. I have some afternoons like on a Tuesday where it's blocked off. Yeah. I'm like tomorrow from three to seven, I'm like, I'm not working tomorrow. <laughs> And you just knew ahead of the time that you needed that break? Oh, 100%. And then there's also like different things that come up. So like we're in the holiday season right now. Um, So I'm like right last week I had my kids. I co-parent. Yeah. So this week I knew I was going to have more opportunity to do things throughout the week and during the day without the kids at home. Sure. So I specifically planned ahead so that way I could have that time period blocked off. So from three to seven tomorrow, I'm like, okay, what do I want to do? Do I want to just go walk around downtown Disney? Do I want to, I like to take myself out on dates and I'll go oh, sit somewhere. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. I'm Thank like, I'll go know. sit somewhere, read my book. I'm not drinking alcohol right now. So it's like, I'll sit and get a mocktail and read a book and then take myself to go see a movie followed by walking around with my headphones. Like, I'm like, what? it just really depends. And then sometimes I'll be like, that's what I'll have in my mind that I want to do. And then it'll come up and I'm like, I just want to be in my house and I'm okay yeah. with that too. Um, that was me yesterday. I did nothing yesterday. Absolutely nothing. I was a complete couch potato and loved every moment of it and just felt amazing. <laughs> I was, there was, there was no guilt whatsoever. I was like, I am fine. I even had my food delivered. It was awesome. And honestly, when we release the thought of like where we thought we'd be in our lives, you're able to do that. Like, as opposed to being like, it's Christmas. I have to be doing X, Y, Z. I have to be seeing 10 people, mm -hmm. all of this, this stuff. You know what I mean? Um, and also dating yourself, dating yourself is such an amazing thing for your to do with yourself, whether you're in a relationship or not. Whether you're, you know, in a relationship with someone, whether you're single, dating yourself and really like treating yourself well, not looking for someone else to do it, not looking for someone else to read your mind, to treat you well, knowing that, you know, you have everything you need to feel complete is such a powerful piece that a lot of women I think would benefit from, right? Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And it's just... We are surrounded by so much just of to-dos, um, whether it's even for ourselves, our business, for our kids, for our significant others, whatever that might look like. Um, and I find that spending the time with myself, first of all, gives me an opportunity. Like there's times I don't even say anything. <laughs> for like a whole day, I'll be gone. I'm like, no words have been said. I am just walking yeah. around, like enjoying myself. Right. And it's, it's quiet and it's peaceful, but it's just having the freedom to literally just get in your car and being like, what do I want to do? Yeah. What will make me happy right now? And just giving yourself that opportunity to do what you want for you just frees up. Like for me, like this, it, it de-stresses me. And it calms me from when, when I'm back in like mom parent mode. hundred percent. And releasing that idea of like where you think you should be again. Like I just yeah. said, yeah, idea of like, you know, I should be here in my life. Like I'm yeah. 38 and I joke around, like my life is just beginning. I am divorced. I am single. 
you know, I my yes. business and is, am I where I thought I would be? No, no. I thought by now I'd have a beach house, you know, whatever, <laughs> but that's not my reality. And I still love my life, but we have to become conscious in an unconscious world. We have to really tune in to our emotions to work through them. The suppression that we use again, like this is the third time I'm saying it in this episode, but like food, you know, alcohol, social media, running around, running errands, like the distraction we give ourselves so we don't have the ability to do the deeper dive and have acceptance is such something holding so many people back, right? Having that tool to just have acceptance, have, you know, be able to sit with yourself, sit with your thoughts, not needing distractions is the biggest mm-hmm. gift that you can give yourself, you know? Oh, yep. Being fully, yep. A hundred percent, like being fully present. And like, I, I feel you, I turned 41, um, January 6th and it's crazy though, as I have been aging or, you know, like I'm doing air quotes right now, I'm like aging yeah. and you like, so I'm like, I feel like I am getting younger. I am enjoying my life more wholeheartedly and just the confidence to say yes to the things I really want to do. No to the things that I don't want to do. And just like really enjoying the process along the way. Like, like you were saying, like, like for me, once again, like I'm co-parenting, I never thought that I'd be single, like a, a, a single parent raising two teenagers. Right. Yeah. Um, not in a, a marriage. I was always figured, I always figured I'd be married. I have a home together and we'd have these family functions going on and we'd be doing all these things. And then I'm just like, it looks different, but it still, fe- it still feels amazing. Um, and Yeah. Like just really being present, like you said, and just like letting it go of what you thought, like a hundred percent agree with that. Exactly. And I have a lot of people, um, I don't know about you with your divorce, but I'm feeling compelled to share, like a lot of people reach out to me. They're like, are you divorced? I don't really post on social media about it. Like I just, you know, don't have pictures with my son's dad and they have been following me and they're like, are, are you divorced? I'm like, I am actually. Yeah. And the amount of conversations I've had with women that are like, you know what, like, I'm just so unhappy in my relationship. I'm not where I thought I would be. I'm happy at work. I'm happy with my kids than my husband. I'm just not happy. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, you need to do the deeper dive. Are you really unhappy with him? Are you unhappy with yourself? And you expect your partner to fill the void, right? Mm -hmm. Like, is there a projection going on? Is there you know, are you not where you thought you'd be? Because all relationships are work a hundred percent, but really like getting to the point of being okay by yourself so that then in your relationship, you're okay with them. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. Completely. And that was a big thing. Um, Like from same thing, like for, for us, well, we were both prior service military. So both of our PTSDs manifested in like different ways. Yeah. So we were, we were definitely butting heads yeah. the whole time um, that we were married. Um, however, there was a lot of staying with it because I wasn't comfortable 
being by myself. I always wanted to be like, I always had what, what the FOMO, right? The fear of missing yeah. out, the wanting to be invited to everything. And I would just, I just want, even if I didn't like, once I got there, I knew I would not want to be there. And I just want to be everywhere. And I really, you know, like, like, I just want to go because people are going and then they're going to have pictures of them going and it's all this stuff is going on. I have to be there. And I used to be like the person that would show up like 30 minutes early to everything just to be there and like be when all the action started. And now it's like, I don't do that anymore. My friends are highly confused. It's funny. They're like, wait a minute, you're actually a couple minutes late to dinner. And I'm like, yes, yes, I am. Because you guys are always late. Um, So now I'm not in a hurry anymore. I take my time. I don't stress it. And I don't fear missing out on anything um, at this stage. I actually prefer to have less on my plate Absolutely. so that way I can enjoy what I do have more. I completely agree. I completely agree. And it's like knowing, having full trust. I was talking to a new client that just started today, having full trust that we're exactly where we need to be and mm-hmm. looking at the future as something we can create, looking at the future. That's something that we can create. It is, it is abundant. We can have anything we desire rather than where you thought you'd be. That's a big, big, big shift that we need to make, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you're not ready until you're ready, but the more you are able to listen to women like Heather, listen to podcasts like this and surround yourself with the frequency of what is possible rather than where you thought you'd be. It's a different energy you're bringing to your life and it creates a ripple effect in every area of your life. Oh, yes. I love that. And it so does. And it's just, so one thing um, recently that happened is I went to an event and at that event, um, I met an amazing woman who lives near me and we became really good friends. We started walking together all the time and just communicating. Um, So it was nice to surround myself with, with, once again, people in the same energy, same mindset, same flow, right? And um, the reason why I'm bringing this all up is that recently um, I got invited to go to Turks and Caicos with her. Um, her husband's passport had expired. She was like, hey, you want to go? It's already paid. I'm like, okay, yes. And while I was there, I learned how to um, play pickleball. I love it. Never in my life. Did I ever even think of pickleball, playing pickleball? I have a torn ACL, torn meniscus. It was never anything, right, that I would like that I thought that I wanted to do. Um, And there was a professional trainer that was there for this big event that we were at. And I got to train with him for um, for three days. So I got four sessions with him in three days fell in love with it I love so it. much to the fact that like my 2023 vision board has me like, com- like, I don't know which competition, but I'm going to compete in a pickleball tournament. And never in my life did I think that that's where I would be going in 2023 that I just want to be like, Hey, I want to pick this up for fun. I want to actually get good enough to where I can just play right in a tournament, whatever happens happens. But like when you get to the point, like you were saying, like, we're like, it's not about what you envisioned where it's going to be just kind of go with the flow and like, just see what happens. Like, that's exactly how it feels. Like, I'm like, I enjoy it. I'm going to fall into it even more. So like whatever feels good, I just want more of it. And if it's a new feel good, I'm going to do it and see if I like it. And if I do, I'll stick with it. If not, I'll move on. Exactly. And I talk a lot too with clients about like releasing like the, like, label that we think we have, right? Like I'm a CrossFitter. I'm a runner, mm-hmm. I'm not a runner. I'm vegan. 
and just allowing yourself to experience life on life's terms. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I'm not going to eat meat for a day. Maybe I'm gonna, you know, but like this label that we attach ourselves to, honestly, from a place of insecurity a lot of times, right? Like we want to identify as, you know, this person, part of this group to fit in rather than just being like today, I feel like a run. I don't know if I'm going to run again in a year or two, but I want to run today, right? Uh, and those are the questions. It's funny because it's there's so many times I'll be surrounded and we all have those friends, right? Like there's certain times like right now I'm doing a challenge with my sister and I'm not drinking for 365 days. I feel amazing. I don't miss it. I love it. Um, but then it's funny because like other friends will be like, are you drinking right now? Are you not drinking right now? Are you like, what does it matter? Can't we just go hang out and I either buy a beverage for myself or not? Like, does it, does it even matter? <laughs> I'm and like, that's very interesting. <laughs> I'm in sobriety yeah. and I've had many conversations with women that have literally anxiety about like going mm-hmm. out with their friends. They're like, I'm mm-hmm. going to get pressured to drink. Like I'm going to, I'm good. They're going to want me to drink, et cetera, et cetera. And I say to them like, okay, when we realize that other people focusing on us has nothing to do with us and everything to do with them, you know what right. I mean? Like other people getting triggered by you not drinking has to do with them being a little bit curious about their relationship with the alcohol. It's not to do with you at all. Our triggers are always about us. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And that's like, and that's where I don't even half the time, I don't even worry about the conversation anymore. And I think it becomes into the fact of when you get comfortable with yourself enough, like you're saying, when you start dating yourself enough, when you start loving yourself and you start being present enough in it um, with that mindset, like I don't even let what other people say to me really bother me in any way, shape or form anymore. Like I'm just there and I'm just like, if they say something, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm oh, like, yeah. Like, okay, sure. I was talking to someone um, last week and it was obviously the week before Christmas. We're recording this the day after Christmas and we were having conversation about stress and the holidays. And I was like, I'm really not that stressed. And she was like, how are you a mom and not stressed? All moms need to be stressed right now. And my reality was that I literally had made all of my Christmas presents. I spent weeks painting Christmas presents for my family. I had just set it up and I just kind of laughed because I didn't need her to know that I knew my truth. I didn't need her to know like, well, I've actually been planning for weeks and blah, blah, blah. I just laughed because it had nothing to do with me, nothing to do with me. And you're, I'm completely out. It's so funny because, um, previous years, like I'm the worst and I'm just like, and I'm okay with being the worst. Like to me, as long as it's the thought process, like my love language is quality time. So for me, like presence and doing stuff like that, never even really like is a forefront or even doing things like that. So it's funny because previously in previous years, I literally just show up with like the Amazon box, <laughs> not even yeah. wrapped. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and, and they'll be like, Oh really? And I'm like, that's just the way I'm like, I have like, I get it. Like, I'm not going to stress about going to do all these different things, which is going to stress me out. I got a present for you. I love you. And I'm here with you and it's quality time. That's enough for me. If it's not enough for you, I, I, I'm sorry (laughs) that that's. uh... No, exactly. And I kind of laughed in the past. I would look on Facebook on holidays and like see everyone in the matching plaid pajamas, see everyone with like the tree million boxes underneath it. And I used to get triggered. I did. I used to get triggered by it. And like, oh, like, 
I'm sure your life is so perfect. But yesterday I just started to laugh and I was like, you know what? Like I, I I'm not going to judge them because it, it, my feelings on it have nothing to do with them. And it's all mm-hmm. about me. Maybe they do have a perfect life. Maybe they do. Maybe Christmas means more to them than it does to me. But you know, my, my feelings on other people and how they portray themselves on the internet, social media, whatever, have nothing to do with them and all about me and yeah. how I feel about my my life, my level of acceptance for my life, my level of, you know, like I said, like we said earlier, where we thought we'd be versus where mm-hmm. we are. And to be honest with you, it's funny because I used to get triggered by that. I never thought I'd be someone with matching plaid pajamas. Again, nothing <laughs> wrong if you are, no judgment whatsoever, but I never desire that. So for me to look at people like that and be like, oh my God, you know what I mean? It's just so funny and, until we really get it that it's not about them at all. Oh, that's adorable. I do like watching the people with their matching plaid pajamas. <laughs> I think it's hysterical. It cracks me up. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not good. It's not bad. It just is. But it's just so funny how, you know, really leaning into your triggers. Mm-hmm. Is such a gift. It's such a gift. Yep. And- have. Yeah. And then also with the same thing, like being your authentic self, right? Like, do you want it? Do you not want it? Like, what do you want to do? It might look cute. For like, and a lot of times I even tell myself that, like, I'll look at people's stuff. I'm like, it looks amazing. But then I'm like, do I want to go to the store and run out and find it? And then do I want to worry about getting dressed up? Do I want to get in front of a camera? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, That's not me. Like, I just, I have my onesie. I throw, I throw my onesie yesterday and that was it. I have a onesie I that I wear for all my things that I do that I'm like on the holidays. I'm like, that's it done. I love it. I have a red and black plaid button up shirt. I wear every uh, Christmas, I wear like a different sweater on top of it, whatever. And it's my Christmas shirt and I'm moving on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Again, like for me, we really have to understand. And I just want to stress one last time for me to look on anyone with any kind of judgment on doing it a different way. It makes like like it's a false sense of confidence. It's a false sense of security. And Mm -hmm. it really shows where my insecurities lay. And where I have more work to do in my healing journey. Like I said earlier, you know, we think self-care is like nails, lashes, extensions, et cetera. It's not self-care and growth and healing are looking within, allowing yourself to ride out that 20 minute wave of being uncomfortable, allowing yourself to reflect on like, why am I not happy when I really like life is really good. Like yeah. why am I looking at the past, not at the future mm-hmm. possibilities? Mm. Again, something that... we all really do a deeper dive on. Yep. And that's gorgeous when you say, like when you say, like, especially when you brought up like looking into the past, that's where stress is. Oh God, yeah. That's that that's exactly where it is. It lives there. <laughs> like mm-hmm. all of it. And then um, and then also just like even being like, it's just being present and just enjoying it whatever that looks like. And I completely agree with you. I, I wish. And for me, one thing I w- I'm glad that my daughter likes to do her, um, her time. She likes to cook some stuff. I'm yeah. not a big cooker. Like I don't cook. I like to clean. So the goal is as she continues to grow <laughs> to get her enjoying cooking. I'm like, if you enjoy cooking, I will buy you all the things to make food for the house. And then I will clean up. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. But like, I, I joke around, um, I was on a date the other day and we were, it was like our fourth date and we were joking around. I was like, 
So like, do you want me to pretend to, I was like, I don't cook. Do you want me to pretend to cook for you and like go and get the food and like take it out of the oven when you come over? He's like, no, that's actually what I do. I pretend to go. Like, we're <laughs> joke about it. Cause like, you know, I'm not a, I, I don't see my, I look at my strengths, not what I don't do well. I look at it right. in abundance. I look at it as like, you know, the glass being half full. Yeah. I'm not going to look at something like, oh, well, like I have to really focus on what I'm not good at and and yep. make myself good at everything. I, I look at the stuff that I'm really good at. I look at my strengths. I build on them. I don't focus on, again, that like lack mentality as opposed to an abundance, yep. right? You are so cute. That sounds just like me. Well, my friends know, like I communicate very effectively what like when it comes to things, like they'll be like, this is what's going on. Like, like, Hey, we're going to do like a Thanksgiving get together or whatever. I'm like, okay, I will bring something. I'm not making it. Yeah. So whatever it is that I'm bringing, it's going to be purchased. So let's plan that accordingly. So I'll do like the pies or whatnot. And then even like for my daughter's birthday, we had some family over. I'm like, and I generally don't like to host because it, it makes me feel like a little bit anxious and I get the anxiety and I'm like, okay, is it clean enough? Do I have to do? I'm like, and I always tell them like, if I ever have people over, I am not cooking you anything. I am purchasing stuff that you can eat. And that, that is all like, don't expect anything home cooked. It's I'm not insane. happening ever. <laughs> and like, that doesn't mean anything about me as a nope. person. It's just, I play to my strengths, not yep. weaknesses. Yeah. Um, Mother's day this past year, I had my parents over and I did like a little like yogurt parfait. I had like granola, I had berries, I had cream, like little toppings. It was like a make your own yogurt parfait. And my mom was like blown away. Cause like, other than that, I just didn't host rather than like making it simple and mm-hmm. making it work for me. And again, like we, we did a paint thing. So like, I love to paint. I love to do art. I had all this paint set up and we painted rocks for my son's bathroom and did a little story about it. And it was honestly one of the most special mother's day we have ever had together and it didn't it was because I focused on my strengths not my weaknesses because I have Mm -hmm. acceptance I have gratitude and acceptance as to who I am and I don't look to where I'm lacking and focusing on that I look to where I'm thriving where my gifts are oh 100 but it's also focusing on what you enjoy Exactly. You're like, this is what I like to do. Why can't I just, it's the same way with me with like creating my business. I'm like, I don't want to create it the way everyone says that you're supposed to with like hustle and grind and all this crazy. I'm like, I want to create in a way that feels good for me yeah. because I'm the one that's in it. <laughs> I'm the one that's working it. I'm the one that has to be there. And it's the same thing with, with life. It's just like, okay, great. I understand that like, we don't do Thanksgiving dinners anymore. We go out to eat. Yeah. And that is just my life. And I, I communicate that effectively. I'm like, listen, if I don't have a friend's house to go to, we're going out and we're eating at a restaurant and that is our thing. And it's because I enjoy it. It's, I get to determine the things that I want to do based off of what I enjoy and what I don't enjoy a hundred percent of the time. And also when we release that insecurity of like, what will people think? Mm-hmm. It's nothing to do with us. They're going to, if people are going to look at you and think, or judge you at all for eating out on Thanksgiving. And so you could go home. They're just going to judge you for something else. And it has yep. nothing to do with you at all. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. But you know, that's, that's something that we all have to be at our own pace to accept. We all have to be at our own place in life to really accept this and really, you know, take it for what it is rather than just you know, really, again, like I said, that lack mentality of like, mm-hmm. I'm not enough, I'm not enough. I'm like, you know what? I am who I am. 
Yep. I'm bummed. You know, I, I have bring a lot to the table. No one brings everything, but I'm going to play to my strengths. I'm going to focus on what I can do. I'm going to double down on that mm-hmm. and change the frequency. It literally changes the vibrations, the frequency that you bring into your life. And in the end, it, it brings more stuff to your life. You know, the law of attraction is real. Yep. Osmosis oh, is yes. real too. <laughs> Osmo- like, like focus on people. And so if you're surrounded by family members that all, you know, bake from scratch and you couldn't, you know, me, right. Like, I'm like, Oh, like bake. Oh my God. Like, no, that sounds even the, the word stresses me out. Right. And so I focused on other women. I listened to a lot of podcasts of spiritual women that have bombed businesses and women like you, Heather, that like lean into their self-care. I, I'm just like you. I, I try and do breath work for an hour a day. I try and work out for an hour a day. I journal for about a half hour a day because the more I take care of myself and the more I show up for myself, the more I can show up for my clients and the better Mm -hmm. they do. But I'm not, I'm not serving anyone by like being up until midnight, getting up at 4am, you know, ignoring myself because I'm not going to be able to show up in an aligned way. A hundred percent you got to fill up your cup, like they say, right? In order to even show up for anybody else. And that's just, we need to learn to be selfish. I'm like, we have to be the star of our own show. Absolutely. I love it. Um, Just like they say on the airplane, put your mask on first. (laughs) (laughs) Heather, thank you so much for chatting. Where can people find you? Um, Facebook is the best place. Just look for um, the Heather Hargrove and you will find me right there. That's generally where I hang out and like to actually connect with people and talk to them. I love it. Well, Heather, thank you so much. I had the best time chatting with you. Thank Um, you. I don't talk to him. You have the best new year. And again, thank you so much. Thank you. Once again, always a joy. I really appreciate it. Awesome. And I'm at change.with.colleen on Instagram. And we will talk to you soon. Thank you again, Heather. Bye. Bye.